CXF Podcast, Episode 9. We back. Took a short break. About two weeks. We got summer school. Stats is a pain. Responsibilities, etc. But we back to bring you this content. It's perspective. It's adaptiveness. Whether you like it or not, it's your host, Ramon Deji. And we here for another one. Cuttlefish Podcast, Episode 9. Free take No. <laughs> no, I don't agree with that statement. All right, DJ, cut the shit. We back. Woo. So, what's been going on, man? Uh, let's jump right into it. R.I.P. XXX Tentacion. Say it again for all you niggas who been fucking up his name on other fucking shows and podcasts. Triple X Tentacion. It's not that hard. Man had a kid. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, it's sad, man. Triple X really got gunned down in his home city. Uh, any thoughts, Deji? How do you feel about that? It's sad. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's pretty grim. Um, he was leaving. I'm not even gonna go over the details. If you don't know how it happened by now. You, just about two weeks in the future. You just sleep on it. But he was leaving a motorcycle dealership. Somebody walked up on his car. Tried to get him for a Louis bag. A fight allegedly ensued over the Louis bag and whatnot. And he got shot X amount of times. But, uh, <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's really it's really sad. Again, we in an undisclosed location. So you're going to hear all types of bullshit in the background. It's just how we coming. Shit, you don't like it? You make a podcast and you make it make a better one than ours and then then we can debate on this summer afternoon mid-morning whatever it's about 11 on this summer afternoon we're gonna discuss the following topics uh we're gonna jump into this immigration migration concentration camp shit we got going in the u.s that's pretty important we're gonna talk about china and their social scores i'm Probably not a lot of people's up on that, so we're gonna bring you some worldly news. Uh, what else is on the fucking docket? Let's take a peek, take a gander. The real ID. That's, oh yeah, the real ID. Ooh, that's I didn't even coming. know about that shit until recently. And everybody's favorite basketball star. Don't really do shit for nobody. Michael Jordan, and wearing Jordans in general in 2018. How we feel about it? All right, so uh, let's get right in it. Back to this triple X shit. Died in Florida. Takes me to what Boosie always says. Little Boosie shouts out to him. You get the most hate in your home city. <laughs> and I'm starting to really see that as true. X died in Florida. Chingy died in New York. Uh, shit. Pop died on the West Coast. Nevada. I know that's not Cali, but close enough. Where did Biggie die? Did Biggie die in New York? I felt like he died in New York. Uh, one of you... He definitely died on the East somewhere. somewhere. I don't think it. Could have been New York. I don't know. It's been a while. But you get a lot of hate in your home city. And a lot of hate in Florida in general. If you got some money and you're not white or old, I feel like if you old Florida. Yeah, that's where they send old people to die. That's Florida. I I mean, to a degree, it's pretty nice out there. You can live nicely. Oh, yeah, you can live nicely, but they send you out there to die. I'm not going to say that. Very high concentration of retirement homes. I mean, the U.S. believes in that shit. But, yeah. I think you can get sent anywhere to die. I ain't going to 
say it's the old home. It's a there's a very large yeah. there's a very large and strong community of timeshares and you know old folks retirement communities etc that reside in Florida. I suppose. On a heavier note, uh, let's talk about this fucking uh, these migration laws and snatching kids and. All these undocumented being kidnapped and separated from their families. That's some real fucked up shit that's going on. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad. It's pretty um also makes you think like what what'd be the benefit of separating a child from their family? I don't I don't know. It's all money. Like if you think if you give like you think what do you think the most effective way would be to like shuttle them back as quick as possible? Like why why you know I think the most effective thing would just be to kind of relax our border patrol and, in general, make it easier to become a naturalized citizen. If it was easier to become a U.S. citizen, wouldn't have so many people trying to legally come here in the first place. I think that would be probably the easiest jump. But we're a pretty xenophobic country, and we don't like the others, so we try to keep this place as white as possible. Because if you're trying to immigrate from Sweden or Norway or Russia, you ain't having no problem. You sign up for the green card, et cetera, et cetera, and you're coming on over. But if you're coming from somewhere like Mexico, Honduras, Guam, Guatemala, all these black and brown countries, you're going to catch hell. That's true. That's true. But I think the purpose is, again, all money. Like, whoever runs these facilities, quote-unquote, concentration camps, they getting paid per kid. I was reading some article, I think Vice put it out. They said roughly it's about $740 to $50 per night just to house one kid, which is insane. That's a lot of money. That's an insane amount of money. That's like, I can't think of a hotel that charged $750 a night. And they living in cages with space blankets, and God only knows what they eating. And on top of that, it's like, there's no oversight, like, Senators is having a hard time getting into these camps just to look at what's going on. <laughs> News outlets hardly getting in there. Like I don't know what type of care these kids are being provided, but there's many reports talking about sexual assault, rape, just general abuse, assault, and all types of other just horrible, horrible conditions they live in. It. It's, it's pretty jacked up, man. What's what's the world coming to? Yeah. Is it what the world's come to or what the world is? You're right. It's always been jacked up. And I feel like this episode is going to be a little sporadic because that made me want to get back into X. When <laughs> X got shot, everybody just recorded. Like, I've seen footage of the man, not the boy. Like, bro, was, what, 20, 21? I know I'm older than him. Anyway. Yeah. Bruh was literally taking his last breaths on camera. Well, about six, seven people just recorded with an iPhone in his face. I saw one dude checking his pulse. I'm like, bruh could have been saved, potentially. Next time, pull him out the car. Check for wounds. Apply pressure to the wound. Like, it's, it's not rocket science, people. All the movies people watch and TV and video games, everyone should have enough common sense in their head to how to deal with a gunshot wound. We live in a land of school shootings and homicides. <laughs> In police shootings, everybody should know what to do if someone gets shot and you're trying to save them. It's not rocket science, people. I'm not asking you to be a doctor, but I am asking you maybe get your hands a little dirty. You see a dude who just got popped in his car, 
don't record them. That shouldn't be your first thought. If you pull out your phone, your phone should be calling an ambulance, <laughs> not uploading shit to Worldstar. That's jacked up. Like, I, I couldn't even. I couldn't even be. I couldn't even be around people. Cause I'd be the only one like, hey, grab his legs. Somebody grab his arms. Get him on the ground. Elevate the head. You got a belt. Take your belt off. Make a tourniquet. Like so much could have been done to try to save dude's life. And that and that don't go just for X. I've seen many videos of just people getting shot, stabbed, all types of just unholy and just just cruelness that's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. The recent, you know, this upgrade in technology, especially with phones and wireless recording, has definitely created a passive society in the sense where people are going to, everyone's just a bystander. Like, everyone just, no one's going to take action. No one's going to help each other out. First thing, I'm about to put you on this. At least I can get you a couple likes. Yeah, at least I can get some clout. Yeah, maybe a little bit of clout here and there, but fuck is clout at the end of the day. The fuck is this social media points? You see, this point system ain't helping nobody. Someone important. Hmm? Someone important. But, um, it's, and it's, 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 it's always been like that. It's always been bystander effects. This shit, the term was coined Damien in, like, 60s to the 80s when some woman in New York got raped and murdered outside of, like, an apartment complex. And the next day, 10-plus people said, yeah, we heard it. We thought somebody else was going to call the cops. Nowadays... Instead of just staying in our house and not calling the cops, we'll go out and record it and not call the cops. And I, and I don't even like saying call the cops because I'm not looking for the cops when I see somebody hurting. I'm looking for an ambulance. Call an EMT. Call some people that's going to try to de-escalate the situation because you can mess around and call an op. they just going to shoot you on G3. So, yeah. You see the uh, peppermint patty or permit patty girl who... Uh, she called the police on like a eight-year-old selling water out in front of some stadium. Oh yeah, I think, think I saw the headline. I think it was in Frisco. Hmm. Yeah, I think it was in SF. What'd they do? Uh, after the fact, she came out and was like, "I wasn't actually calling the police. I just was acting like I was calling the police." Which what the there's fuck? no difference if you talk over there, crouch down on the phone, and you white. <laughs> I'm on edge. So um, she lost some type of endorsement with like a. Not an endorsement, but some type of business relationship she had with a cannabis company. That's good. But in general, eight little eight year old little girl, she out here trying to get some money in the right way, selling water. Everybody need water. It's been hot. These Sacramento hundred five degree what hundred five degree days have been torture. And I and I've been there. Like as a kid, I've sold water before. I mean, like I've done everything. Mowed lawns for money, sold water, sold candy bars, all the types of hustles. If somebody would call the police on me, I'd have been extremely hurt. It's very capitalist of you selling water, but okay. What you mean? I mean, water, it's very, everybody sell water. You go to Rayleigh's, they ain't about to give you a bottle for free. I mean, if they already, if the big conglomerate already selling water, maybe you should just hand out the water for free just for the sake of How brotherhood. How am I going to get it for free? I got to buy it and then give it out to free. I mean, a little bit of goodwill the goes, people goes a long free way. Water too is the homeless. A little bit of... Nah, the homeless can give some free water. Anybody else want an ice cold Dasani? That's a dollar. <laughs> All right, but back to back, winding back to this recording and people just dying on lots of many people's watch. There's so many social platforms. I can I can think of another killing. Um, I hate I don't have the boy's name, but he just jumped in my head. Um, somebody showed this to me. It was a 15 year old Mexican boy out in the Bronx, somewhere in New York. 
and he got attacked by at least three other grown men. It was like one 19-year-old and two adults, and they stabbed him to death. Mm. And this is on video. Like, I don't know if somebody recorded it or it was um, like a security camera out on a building because it looked like an aerial view. But look up 15-year-old Mexican kid gets stabbed in New York, and I'm sure you can find the video. It's tough to watch. All these stabbing videos be tough to watch. Yeah, um, that's quite the brutal death. Terrible. It's fucking awful. But, um, like I said, it's going to be sporadic. Jumping back into the passports and uh, all this stuff with immigration and migration. What did you hear about... Um, you went to the DMV lately, and they told you what they told oh, you. Oh, yeah, all right. This is what's going to affect us all. This is how they get to trap you in your own environment and kill you like animals. They're, they have this new they have this new outlet, or this new ID, this new form of identification called the real ID. What's going to happen, basically, in When's 2020, it's, it's going to go down. You're not going to be able to travel state borders, like, through air. Or, yeah, you won't be able to commute via airplane from the states using just your driver's license. That's not enough. They're going to ask you for your passport, or you're going to have to... Or for those many people that out here that don't have passports... Yeah, your passport ain't cheap. Yeah, passports aren't even, like, a common thing. Like, I know many people travel around, they don't have a passport. Got mine, though. I'm ready to leave. Oh, yeah, I won't let it happen to me, though. But, yeah, I got uh, mine. Let's leave. <laughs> I paid the price. But, uh, yeah, so basically, if you don't have your passport, you're going to have to apply for this um, new identification called the Real ID. The Real ID is basically another ID that will allow you to travel between different states which is wild why would i need i'm a u.s citizen i have a driver's license what am i gonna need a job why am i gonna need another form of identification to go to let's say texas or oregon or something different does that make any sense it's pretty wild they're pretty much saying now you're a california citizen anything else you better let us know this is just this is just the start nothing like caging up animals before they slaughter them man you ain't got nowhere to go so now if you it's already hard to flee the country. Imagine fleeing your own state. It's going to be ugly. Ugly it's as hard, fuck. It's ugly. And it's just like, man, bro, like, I just feel like nobody really care too much. Like, all right, I'm, I'm going to make this one going to probably rub some people the wrong way. In, in terms of this migration shit and all the kids is getting put in concentration camps, et cetera, et cetera. I'm seeing a lot of tweets, a lot of retweets, a lot of Facebook posts, a lot of this and that and the third. But what I'm not seeing is like, I'm not seeing nobody really protesting angrily. Like, Ferguson, for example, like he gets shot by the police. They towed the city up in Baltimore. All types of places, all types of these riots that was happening mainly in 2016. Like, 20, 2016 and 2017. Like, we haven't seen too much in 2018. But, like, considering that there are thousands of people, kids predominantly, being separated from their parents... And people don't, like, feel enraged enough to go do anything about it other than tell me to call my senator. Did you see, did you see all them posts when it was like, call your congressman and say, I support the family act. And I don't really, that I don't think. doing nothing, bro. I don't think those are even real people. I think that's just, um, I think that's the government, you know, adding their it's little twist to, to, the, sub, to the situation. Because yeah, I feel like over the time, in our recent, lots of things have been happening. And just the fact that the real idea is going down in 2020. I know there's hella more uh, legislation that I have not seen yet that's going to go down in 2020 and it's going to change people's right. lives. Here's People shit. out here are going to fucking die. And it's not going to be cool. There's legislation going to affect probably tomorrow that is going to affect people. Like, And I just heard recently they've um, canceled student loan um, forgiveness programs. 
So you can't apply to get your student loan forgiven. So you're going to have to pay that shit off or you're going to die with that debt. Or you're going to have to leave the country. You can try and leave the country. I don't think they even let you leave the country with debt nowadays. Uh, student loan, you can leave. Oh. Student huh. loans, loans is called expatting. Uh, a lot of people do it like if you got, let's say, $200,000, $300,000 in student loans out here, you can go out to Saudi Arabia and still have your degree and just never come back pretty much. <laughs> I just picked Saudi Arabia because that's where I heard. No, so but, we're doing it specifically. But there you go. But you, you, yeah, so you, always, you can basically give up your citizenship and leave the country. If you ain't got that real ID past 2020 and you ain't got no passport, it's going to be even harder to do that. And if you if you ain't got a gun by now and you're 21 and you can legally have one, you slipping. I ain't going to say no other way. If you ain't got some type of form of protection or some not even just protection, some form of offense, <laughs> we got to stop playing defense, people. If they start rounding up kids of different countries... What do you think they're going to do to your kids? That's already out here, man. Like, man, it's, 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 it's grimy. Hey, and it'd be like, what did the Jews think when they just started putting people in camps and et cetera, et cetera? Like, if it gets that bad, which the history repeats itself, we got a low-key Hitler in office right now. We have an alt-right that is pretty much the third right. Like, everything is lining itself up to just become a catastrophe. I ain't going out on my knees, man. <laughs> Tell you that much right now. Wow. That leads me into... Um, that's, we got to take a break. Take a break. <laughs> what, what, what are we at? Time wise? We have 17. We yeah, have take 17. a break, people. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Cops used to come around, you know, my neighborhood. All right, you kids, stop having so much fun. Move along. Oh, they'd arrest me, you know, especially at night. They have a curfew, right? Niggas have to be home by 11. Negroes, 12. And you'd be trying to get home, you know, doing your crew runs. They always would catch you out in front of a store or something. Because you'd be taking shortcuts, right? Cops. Put your hands up, black boy. Alright, that was uh, Richard Pryor, if you don't recognize the voice. Uh, black comedic legend. Um, so we've been gone for two weeks. A lot of sh- things have been popping off. I'm going to try to stop cussing because I got older audiences, apparently. Um, said try, keyword try, no promises. But uh, lots been going on. Two week break because we in stats, like we said. But there's more police shootings. Wasn't Sacramento, even though Sacramento's kind of still hot. It was Antoine Rose out in Pittsburgh, I do believe. Allegedly was in a car. Allegedly may have guns in a vehicle. He gets out running. Natural response many black people have from the police get up out of there. And back in the day, in like in like the two thousands, everyone watched cops. What did they do when you ran? They chased you. <laughs> the cops would run. They would tackle you, throw you up against a wall, tase you, beat you a little bit, and you go to jail, bail out, go home, see your family. Now they just pop you. What do they do, Nas? They shoot the kids. Um, R.I.P. Tamir Rice, R.I.P. Emmett Till, R.I.P. Antoine Rose, R.I.P. Mike Brown, R.I.P. I could go on. The list goes on, people. It's really sad. Trayvon Martin, of course. Insane Zimmerman still walking around. Somebody should have popped him a long time ago. But what we're going to get into was... We're coming back to immigration. Hey, we're coming back to immigration? Yeah. All right. Well, back to the issues at hand. Um, lots of legislation is probably going to go down in 2020. That's going to be taking away a lot of rights. It's going to be impactful. Yeah. 2020 going to be a big year. 2020 is going to be. Because if we ain't at war with somebody else by then. We're going to be at war with ourselves. Yeah. Like I, I say, I'm calling it on Iran. 
I think that's the next country and foreign power we're going to go to war with. Yeah, I probably end up on foreign policy, but we got about 124 military bases surrounding Iran at this moment. Literally surrounding them, like in every country around Libya, Jordan, Afghanistan, Iraq, et cetera, et cetera. And they're pretty much the only Middle Eastern power out there that's holding their own and just doing what they want to do. So watch out for a new war. I'm calling Iran as the target. But um, off that and to these police, like, I've been, two videos hit my radar. One, Daisy going to talk about because I didn't really care for it. I, I hardly watched it. But the one I want to talk about, and I've been seeing a lot, and it's insane. It's just becoming a narrative in the black community, and it's called the talk. And there's finger quotes. Y'all can't see the talk. Anyway, so apparently nowadays, if you're raising a black kid, you gotta give them the talk about how to deal with these crooked ass police, racist, bigoted, white supremacists. And a lot of what I'm hearing is not really positive in my own eyes and how I feel about it. So I'm hearing things like, oh, when the police talk, you better look them in the eyes and, and smile and don't look away and, and freeze. And, and, it, and it's, it's a lot of being complicit to their own biases and own just downright evilness. Like, I get staying out the way, being aware of your surroundings and standing on some principles and respect. But when y'all telling six, seven, eight-year-olds too much of the negative and how they should respond towards the crooked system, like, like I'm eight and you're telling me to go along with this evil unfairness, that's you telling me something's wrong with me. And I think that's doing more harm than good in the psyche of these young minds. Like, I understand, like... Like I, like I was brought up, like stay out the way and be aware of your surroundings more or less it and then there was some clip it was like the four R's don't reach don't run don't resist don't run your mouth that was pretty solid because if you do get stopped by the police you shouldn't even really give them your name <laughs> you don't gotta carry ID police can lie to you police do lie to people all the time they say things like you must have your ID walking around no you don't all you really gotta do is stand on your own two feet comply and chances are you won't have no issues. But there's always the instance that you still gonna have some issues and you might get popped. So really telling people what to do and what not to do don't really work well. It's more or less just tell people what works for you. But don't be complicit to the evil system. Yeah, in this situation, <clears throat> especially being a black being a black male, there is no um I would say there's no problem there's no there's no correct preemptive action that you could take in this situation. Fast. If a cop was going to shoot you when he stopped you, he was going to shoot, shoot you. shoot you anyway. Regardless. Yeah, so at least you can die on your own two feet with some dignity. <laughs> there, man, there's a story now. Shouts out to the OG, rest in peace, Dick Gregory. I can't even find this story on Google because Google is pretty supremacist. Um, and they don't got the good stuff. So the story goes like this. I'm going to try to make it short. Napoleon. He was running his army. Napoleon conquered France, damn near twice. Many parts of Europe had a huge army. But the dude who was doing a lot of work for Napoleon was his recruiter. So his recruiter was out trying to recruit people like recruiters do. And he went across a man named John. Black dude out in the countryside chopping down trees. He was a tree cutter. He did woodwork, stuff like that. Pause. So John's out there, and Napoleon comes up to him, or Napoleon's recruiter, let's call him 
let's call him X. Nah, it's not. Let's call him Y. The recruiter Y calls, goes to John, says, "Look, you're now part of Napoleon's army." John's like, "I, I don't want to be a part of the army, so no, I'm not going to go down with this system." So Y, the recruiter, grabs him, has his people brand his hand with the Napoleon's like crest. So let's just say he put a big N in his hand with metal branding iron so now he has big n in his hand he's like look you belong to napoleon you're gonna be in his army etc etc now there's two options a lot of people these days would just be like damn they got me i guess i'm gonna go fight i got this big n on my hand there ain't much i can do i belong to napoleon not what john did john got his axe cut his own hand off said look i told you i'm not a part of napoleon's army Eventually, they killed John anyway. But John died on his feet. He didn't bow down to a system that told him how he gonna live, how he gonna die, etc., etc. There's worse things than death, in my opinion. A lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people are afraid of death. A lot of people fear the unknown, etc., etc. But what's worse is living like an animal, locked in a cage. It's like a damn prison. If you hunt, prison's low-key worse than death. If you got a life sentence. With no chance of parole, I'd rather just just end it. Yep. That speaks on another, that brings another idea to my mind. Humans, humans are not sheep. Not in any means. Humans are wolves. But you could all, but don't, don't let that get ahead of you. You could always train an animal regardless of what it is. You can beat a wolf into submission. You can beat anything into submission. But regardless, you gotta remember that you're a human being. That you move, you move with basically the same intellect as any other human being. No human being can outrank you. You're both the same. So you got to keep that in mind. And this comes in, especially when dealing with the police and whatnot. Yes, be respectful. Don't like, that doesn't mean like react with violence on principle or anything like that. But just move on intellectual level. You have to outwit these people. You can't, you can't just, you don't want to agree with them. Because that ain't going to get you nowhere. But you also can't just respond with violence and go out because there's only gonna that can only get you so far i mean don't get me wrong that isn't there is that it does yeah it does come up but violence is never the first option Nah, it shouldn't be the first it's never the first one but swallowing your pride and your dignity should you shouldn't have to do that either. that's never that should never be an option maybe people hear me say that and be like oh my you just swallow your pride you can make it home how am i gonna sleep at night knowing i compromise myself compromise my principles it, it was, what's the problem today is a lot of people ain't got no stand up morals and issues that they just gonna die about like you gotta stand on it as Corey Holcomb would say like you gotta be if I feel like my favorite color is blue I'm gonna die for it that's a very it probably isn't a good color very to... elementary example and that's not on no gang shit I just blue I'm, I'm outside I'm looking at the sky that was the first color that popped in my mind but on anything like if I say I'm not going to war. Like, like, let's say if they brought in a draft. A lot of people right now be like, I ain't fight for Trump. Da-da-da-da. But when they come for you and they like, look, you going to enlist or you going to jail? And they going to give you like it's like simple as that. I say the third option, shoot whoever come to your door talking about enlist or jail. But a lot of people who would say I ain't going would be the same people that I see in some fatigues a month later at Camp Pendleton for their basic training, marching, yelling hoorah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Shouts out to the military. More or less, I got more love for y'all than the police. I come from a military background, so I'm a little biased. But in general, it's about standing on your principles. If you say you ain't going to do something, don't do it. 
And then, bringing up the video I watched recently, I saw a man giving advice to his daughter while another man was in the background with a gun pointed to the man, to the father speaking to his daughter. And weren't they singing like They were singing X's Changes. I'm pretty sure he didn't have that in mind when he wrote that song. Definitely not. I don't think anybody would have that in mind when they wrote that song. Let me paint to you the exact image of what's going on. Man on his knees. Speaking directly to his daughter, looking her directly in the eye. Man right behind him, singing, pants sagging, no shirt on, do rag up, gun to the homie's head. Now, regardless of what the man is saying, you paint a picture. You have painted a picture. And your daughter of young age, images resonate more than words at that That's... age. I don't think I don't care who you are. You child may be a genius, but as soon as you paint that imagery, that's going to stick with them. So you damn near may have terrified your daughter for life, if not pushed her into the lifestyle that you did not want her to have. Now, regardless of the words that are spoken, I mean, I appreciate him saying some meaningful things, but you didn't have to do that. You don't have to be on the street corner painting this picture for the whole world to see. And this even brings into the recording issue. Why are you recording this? This is not this is not something that needs to be recorded. It's a terrible narrative. I didn't agree with it. If you wanted, your best chance is to sit your child down and have a heart to heart. I'm gonna play devil's advocate to a degree because there's there's two sides to it. One, on the surface of it, it's like, oh, because overall the the guy who was on his knees was uh, I guess a street cat and he was telling, and it's all a skit. This is it's not real. It was dangerous to even do this on a public street because white folks called the cops. Niggas got guns, but um. I'll try to sum up how I feel about it because I don't care about the video too much. It didn't really move me. Um, so he's like, oh, don't look for somebody like me, et cetera, et cetera. Be better, this, that, and the third. But it's really, it shifts the responsibility to the child instead of the dude in the first place. Like, bro, instead of making a video where you're on your knees singing and you using a little clout chasing. How about you be exercise, better? Like, yeah, just be Act better. Act better. Make better decisions. Just be better in the first place and set a better example. Like, the 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 video itself portrayed a narrative that it was too late for change and you just got to teach the next generation better. That's wrong. I don't think that that's never even going to work in hindsight. Like, they have to see you change before they can change themselves. Exactly. Monkey see, monkey do. And first of all... <clears throat> Regardless of how far you have gone, regardless if you know what's right and what's wrong, if you truly understand it. Hold on, we got to take a break real quick. And we're back. But bottom line, how I saw it is, if you believe that you're ready to make a change and that you're willing to influence your children, then that means it's not too late. That means you could still yourself make a change. You yourself could still edit your life. And proceed in a way that you think would be for the best. Don't come over here and start preaching to your daughter. Don't be like me and keep on acting like you. Especially considering how young the kid was. Like at a certain age, parents gotta realize you're more. You're still more important than your kid. You can make more. <laughs> keep just as blunt as that sounds. And maybe I don't get it because I'm not a parent. So maybe that's me being very un- unempathetic, and I acknowledge that. But in general. You are the most important factor of your kid, like, especially when your kid's still young. Like, you're more important than your kid. So don't sacrifice your own life 
so you can be like, so my kid can have a better one. But like, nah, how about if you straight, they gonna be straight regardless. So that's how I feel about it. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't have no kids, so I can't really say that. But uh, that's how I feel. I ain't gonna stay on this kid topic too long because a lot of people got kids and people get touchy about their kids. And I don't need John my DMs, bitch. Um, what did we see? We was gonna talk about MJ. I might leave that for next episode because, again, that's another touchy, touchy subject. People love Michael Jordan. People love Michael Jordan for no reason. I don't know why, man. He just plays a good game of basketball, and he made a good shoe for the last 30-some-odd years. And Michael Jordan, he created the narrative. He's like the most modern-day narrative of the black athlete. Facts. And I know a lot of people died over Jordan. <laughs> Straight I know a, few, a lot of people who died trying to cop Jordans, got their Jordans stolen. I've had my Jays stolen before. It sucks. Maybe that's why I don't even like Jays no more. Um, all these lines, the reselling game is just trash. Like, everybody got the same pair of shoes. Everybody looking like clones. Like, man, there's, I go on all day about why I just don't really mess with what Jordans have done to the sneaker game. Easy jumped over the jump, man. All types has gone wrong. But I want to talk about some uh, foreign news. Let's talk about China, man, and these social scores. This is like an episode of Black Mirror. So pretty much, to sum it up, China has one of the largest facial recognition network databases in the world because they have a lot of cameras everywhere. If you go into China, they got your face. You really can't get away with much out there no more. On top of that, they start rating people and scoring people on things like, does he litter? Is he spitting gum on the ground? Is he buying a lot of American exports instead of would it be yeah imports is he importing a lot of things from the u.s or places they don't really like like that all that contributes to your social score going down and you think it's bad out here in 2020 you can't get an id you can't leave your country state out there they can hardly catch a train if their social score is too low their internet speed is throttled if their social score is low like they just you gotta keep it, your hue clear you yeah. gotta you shout gotta. out if you watch psychopaths we ain't got a lot of anime heads in here so we don't talk about anime much but yeah, man, like, it's jacked up. That's scary. They're performing, and that's a model. That's a model yeah, for society. Yeah, and it's a model, like, that is, will probably come over here at some point. Like, 1984, Big Brother, it's all it's all here. Everything that people wrote about and made books about is pretty much happening. It's a, it's a scary thought. Back to this, like, yeah, they control your life. It happens. It comes down to the point where you stop living for you anymore. Even these iPhones, like iPhones, have changed the game. Getting instant notifications when people want to communicate with you, and emails, and social media, and get fucked. I would say the emails and all that's more control than these crazy news updates and Amber Alerts and whatnot that just suddenly hit your phone. I think Amber Alerts are inconsiderate because it's like if they gonna do an Amber Alert when somebody get kidnapped, they should also do an Amber Alert if they get rescued. Then I would see the purpose. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. Amber Alert I get, I just assume the kid's gone forever. If I knew that little Susie got actually rescued after the Amber Alert picked off, then I'd be like, okay, there's a purpose. I see why they have to interrupt my sleep because somebody wasn't watching their kid. But then Amber Alerts are even biased in themselves. I'm pretty sure lots of the... They, this can't be the... Oh, no. I'm, the, it can't be beneficial to society. They only get, like, a couple. Like, it's not like they're getting... And I wonder what's like, who gets to get an Amber Yeah, what's the protocol for even setting out an Amber Alert? Like, is it just you report a kidnapping and then they Amber Alert? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it even works that way. I feel way. like you got to be somewhat important. Yeah. 
I know a lot of people. Of a lot of people. Like, they, they ain't do no Amber Alert for the 1,500 migrant kids who went missing. They ain't do no Amber Alert about that. It's jacked up, man. It's jacked up. It's rough out here. Um, that is. Speaking of rough, let's jump uh, a topic we haven't talked about since episode one. Homelessness. Oh, yeah. Homelessness is getting terrible. It's getting worse. You look at the... San Francisco, perfect example. Oh, we don't got to do San Francisco. We can do South Sac. Oh, yeah. South Sac, it's been a minute since I even traveled down there, but... Yeah, they be at the Arco on uh, Freeport now. <laughs> Post it. Always mean something. Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, I'll give homeless people money occasionally, but even that's getting scarce. I'd rather give you some water or food, but, like, if your only hustle is to be out here begging... Just with your hand out, like, I have more respect for the dudes talking about I'll wash your windows, I'll shine your rims, I'll take your trash out, mow your lawn. Like, that's a hustle. Like, at least you providing a service for a fee. That's more humane than just, you know what, I'm going to sit in this alley, sleep in this alley, defecate and urinate in this alley. When people walk by, I'm going to bother them and be like, hey, you got some, yeah, you got some money? Can you help me out, boss? I'm going to up out of here, man. I ain't got nothing for you. I mean, maybe this falls on deaf ears because how can you edit the homeless? I mean, that seems like more of a that's more of a government issue. But yeah, I ain't saying letting like, out these ideas the, could be beneficial. Yeah, I'm not asking the viewership to go do anything about this. I'm just venting more or less. Like uh, Colorado, they use a lot of their medicinal marijuana tax um, to like build public housing and stuff like that, affordable housing. Now that's cool. I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for my taxes going to help change somebody's life beneficially instead of my taxes going to go bomb some kids in Aleppo. Aleppo is in Syria, if you don't know. Is it? Or is it Libya? Syria, Libya. It's one of them places. I'm going to say Libya. But yeah, whatever happened to the slaves in Libya? We don't talk about that no more. That was on the news. It had its little two weeks of fame. I'm sure there's still many people being enslaved in a country that we overthrew and that was the Democrats primarily running that operation that happened under Obama's administration now this is very off topic I'm starting to rant but but sheesh it's just jacked up out here man there ain't ain't no side really positive Republican, Democrat it's two sides of a jacked up coin that's why I ain't vote that's why I probably will never vote I should give me a Guinness Book of World Records for somebody who just never voted I'm sure you're not the only one. Yeah, probably not. Some people just don't vote from sheer ignorance. Some people, Some people don't people... vote because they can't vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People need to double check. I think, what is it? You go to jail, you can't vote. You got you got a felony. Yeah, you, you got a felony. Vote. Yeah, you can't vote. Yeah. Now, they basically taking away... Like, what's it wasn't matter because if you vote... I mean... Like, the popular vote don't matter, like... Yeah, we have to even think about that. Popular what vote don't matter. Like, what shit does that even does that make any sense? The nah, popular yeah. vote don't. It's like we are the land of contradictions. One minute they'll be like we are a democracy, and then they'll be like, well, your vote doesn't matter because we're a republic. You vote for people to represent you. How can I vote for a white man in the Senate to represent me? How does he know my struggle? How does he know what it's like to be twenty two year old Ramad out here? Like, it don't make no sense. And that goes for y'all. How does it feel to be a nineteen year old? Jackie from the suburbs or 20 year old Trent from the hood like there is no representation and 
And especially with the growing population, you would think most of these people would be young, but nah, they're old. Yeah. So clearly there's ulterior motive there. Every time I see somebody talking about vote out this person, replace them with this person, it'd just be one old white person getting replaced by a somewhat younger white person. Still old. And nothing changes. But we ain't talking about voting. How what were we at? Is that enough for today? I think, yeah, today we must yeah, we feel the quality. CXF episode nine. Cuttlefish Podcast. Thanks for listening. This is your host, Ramon Deji. Um, tell some people about it. The more views, the more impact. Da 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 da. This, that, and the third. Uh, that's awfully lazy. You got, Listen to you got something to say? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll take it away. Deji, all right. you can close. All right. Share with your friends. You know, comment, share, etc., etc. Uh, is that any better than that? I'm, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Um, yeah, share with your friends. Think about it. Ponder. Reflect. Meditate. And if you don't like hearing cars in the background and you like, man, I'm sick of hearing cars in the back, man, hey, donate some funds, man. We need a studio to pop off. We taking comments and dollars. All that. <laughs> <laughs> comments and dollars. Yep. I guess Ramad got his hand out, but... I ain't, I ain't saying it like that, but, like, if you're going to complain... Oh, I yeah. Want, I want to hear more than just complaints. I want to hear criticism. You're going to be... Yeah, if you're going to complain, you might as well be a segue to change. Yep. So, this is episode nine, and we closing up. Peace out. Later.